make it home to buy you things. Yeah. <laughs> to buy you things. You make me feel all right. Today on Alphabetical, a hard day's night. Welcome to Alphabetical, where we examine the Beatles songs from 12 to Y. <laughs> My name is John Valdez. I'm Peter E. Taylor. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm L. Adam. And we're on Alphabetical. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Today we are discussing A Hard Day's Night. Yes. The classic Beatles tune. It is a Beatles song from uh, 1964 from the Hard Day's Night album of the same title. Also from the Hard Day's Night movie of the same title. Yes. yes. And also from the Hard Day's Night soundtrack album. <laughs> and from the serial, perhaps? Uh, There's I a serial? So. <laughs> Let's just say yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. And the flamethrower. <laughs> um, this is yeah. one of my favorite Beatles rockers. Yes. It's, this, to me, is like a like primo mop-top era Beatles. Yeah, Paul and John sing. Yeah, like anytime you have them, it's almost like a weird, last time we discussed Day in the Life, it's kind of like a weird echo of that because you have exactly you know alternating singing. And yep. You have synergy because you have the two. This is a Lennon-McCartney together. This, this is, is everything that see, Day in the Life did like. wrong. Exactly. They have to be together. Plus, this starts with... It's like the reverse. It's like the the, the bizarro uh, day, day in the life oh, because it's the it starts with right the the one of the most famous chords in music iconic note iconic chord mm-hmm. and then it it has them together and 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 kind of one you know that one plus one equals three synergy aspect of it one and I, one and one is three <laughs> yes. yes there you go the fab three <laughs> yeah no I I love this song yeah I, it's. Uh, I, it's, I just learned recently that they had the, the title of the movie. Like, the, you know, this was basically after they did the movie, they're like, here's songs for the movie. They titled the movie first and then they wrote the song to the title, right? To the title. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. As far as I remember, the, originally the movie was going to be called Beatlemania. Yeah. And then Ringo coined this. Yeah, it's a Ringoism, it's a, which yeah, makes Ringo-ism. me love the song even more because exactly. it's a Ringoism. And then they were like, although it does also show up in John Lennon's first book, hmm. so uh, which is in his own right. There's hmm. a line where someone says, "It's a hard day's night." Yeah. So they were saying, was Ringo either consciously or unconsciously copying that? Or he was, was quoting, John's or was book. it just the kind of yeah? Or was it? Uh, <laughs> right. saying, we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, uh, George Martin on piano, hmm. right. Well, there's a whole um, there's a whole interesting you know with the famous chord. There's a lot of debate and analysis. Mm-hmm. I, have, have you guys read about this? Like, yes, the, this is where I tried to remember all the music theory yeah. that I took in college, and I lasted really about started sweating four sentences into the Wikipedia entry. Yeah, like, so discussion. there's numerous there's numerous um, what's the debate? Theories. I'm just, just going to say it's an F with the G on top. Right, is the easiest way to say it. But if there's any more, you can. Yeah, they, add to that. There's debate. They've done analysis, like they've done, you know, computer analysis and and structural kind of uh, archaeology, musical archaeology, to figure out exactly what's being played by whom. Uh, hmm. And you know, apparently George said he was playing one thing, and then uh, Paul is playing a D. Right. Is that what it was? Right to complement the the chord that George is playing and then yeah. there's a subtle Ringo and then there's the, the, the nine it's the G and the piano hits the note at the same time but then there's some 
debate over whether or not that like there could be some other elements in there or like George could have been wrong about what chord he was playing like the fingering might have been slightly different it's mm. amazing how obsessive people can get about these Beatles I know right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy folks um uh, listeners of the show might remember me bringing up how I got into the heavier stuff, with, like deeper stuff from the anthology. Mm-hmm. This song was from PBS airing A Hard Day's Night all the time when I was a child, mm. and I got really into this movie. So that's so, the way it was meant to be enjoyed, with the movie. Yeah, so. so I have a lot of positive memories. This song makes me think of the movie. The movie makes me want to just go and listen to the whole album. Right. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Which then makes you want to see the movie. Which yeah, then, so, and then I don't leave cycle. my house for like yeah. three weeks, and then I smell really yeah. bad. <laughs> on <laughs> top of that. <laughs> and then you do a podcast. Yes. Um, on the BBC Live one, I, there is a version of them, do, them doing this live, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of funny because uh, George Martin wasn't there, so they didn't have the piano. So they basically just took the – they dubbed in the – instrumental break in the live version so you'll hear a live version and then when it gets to the instrumental break it is clearly just the official released song huh. wow. wow and then so it goes like back to the live version top to the show yeah right like, yeah just played it those hipsters yeah. <laughs> well i, I wonder <laughs> what they edge. if i wonder how that was done if they just kind of they made like, it a reel to reel like <laughs> they rolled it out yeah and, yeah, yeah. And somebody had it just kind of like paused and waiting, and then it was like, yeah. yeah, or like a record, a DJ, right. just like let it go. And, yeah, yeah. Um, the production I feel adds a lot to this song. Speaking of the piano part, like the production adds a lot because on the anthology, there is a, a, a take that's more just kind of stripped down, mm-hmm. you know, the four of them playing it, right? And the and, solo hadn't been nailed down yet, right? And, Right. Um, uh, but it's not only is it missing, I think it's missing the piano kind of bit, but uh, it's also missing my favorite part of this song, which is the bongos. Yeah, I was mm. going to say that's one of my favorite it's parts. It's Ringo, like, right? I don't know. I think it's Ringo. Is it Ringo? It must be. Well, you've I don't got know. the studio logs, right? Yeah, we've got the logs, but yeah. Those, those really, I didn't see, I you know, didn't see guest bongo player. Just under the surface bongos that, that really yeah. drive it. And and they they like, add to. Uh, uh, most people who know the song might. Like pick up on that, you right? Know? Yeah. Unless you listen to it over and over again, like you're gonna rehearse for a podcast or something like that. <laughs> um, it's a great driving beat. Yeah, you know, and it adds to that kind of hectic feel of like, oh, it's a hard day's night, like busy, busy, busy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll throw in a throwaway fact if you're still looking up that info. Knock yourself out, uh, Pete. A couple of days ago at work, I mentioned something about space shuttles, and I oh, think right. you had known for a while, but. Our other coworkers were shocked that I'm like super into like space shuttles and all that stuff. Sure. So I was reading that this song was used as the wake up music on three shuttle missions. Wow. So STS 30, which was an Atlantis mission, mm-hmm. and then two Endeavor missions, STS 61 and STS 69. And what's cool is STS 61 was the Hubble telescope mission, wow. like to repair it when they realized that the mirror wasn't cut right. Oh wow. So then. Me finding that out got me excited, but then I went through a wormhole of other space shuttle stuff and completely forgot about Beatles research. <laughs> the rest of your notes are all about space shuttles. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I read. I mean, this would make a great wake up song, obviously, because oh, it starts yeah. out with a chord and then it has that rolling energy. It gets you going. Yeah. Uh, my research, uh, Mark Lewis's excellent book, The Beatles Recording Sessions. The song was recorded on April 16th, 1964, and they don't mention any guest musicians or anyone else playing bongo, so we'll have to assume Ringo is right. the uh, When in doubt, yeah. assume it was Ringo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the book is very methodical about crediting other guest musicians or mentioning mm. that, so I'm going to assume it's Ringo. Yeah. I mean, it's, they play bongos in other songs. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, not like, it's help, not right? like I think. 
Yeah, I think we'll, so. We'll get to it. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll get there yeah. eventually. But yeah. this this one where they stand out for me yeah. that I feel it really adds a lot to the song. Yeah. Can I ask what you guys take away from this song? Like, what do you like? Do you have like anything you take from the song? Like, I was I was listening to it again and again, getting in for this, and I was like, man, you know, it's it's sometimes like stuff like love and being in relationship. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But then it's it's worth it when it's right, you know? Like, just like the whole... Well, it's worth it when you get home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. but... Right. Yes. But, I mean, you know, it's just nice to have that... Yeah. Well, what's the... Uh, there's that story that, like... Because, I mean, the, the production on this song, like, notes to final product is, like, three hours or something like that. Like, have you... Did you read, read that bit? What do no. you mean? About how long it took them to... Yeah, like, I think John had the had the words mostly composed on, like, a like the back of an envelope or something. Hmm. Well, according, then, to, according to Lewis's book, it took three hours to record. Yeah. So I think they, so. They, he, they had it mostly kind of blocked out. He had like a demo idea in his mind, more or less. They went into the studio and they're like, all right, so we'll just, bah, 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 bah. here's, I got the words. Yeah. But yeah. like on the way there, he like, uh, I forgot who he was in the car with. From what I understand, this was um, written by John Lennon, but he couldn't sing the high, when I'm home parts, which is why Paul sings those. Uh, but, yeah. you know, feeling you holding me tight. That, that, I mean, it really works. John Lennon couldn't do it, it as well as I could. Penis, you know? so. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. Or also, you could have done it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this single is part of the first time the single, Hard Day's Night, and the album topped both the UK charts and the US charts at the same time. It's the first time it's ever happened. Huh. Really? Even yeah. with the time difference? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? It was, they the, were the... the single and the album was on top of both charts. That's never happened. That had Before, never happened. No. Hmm. For like a consistent, you know, it was right. like a few weeks, yeah, huh. like dominance. And the novel too. The the film adapt the the novelization <laughs> right. was also number one. That's <laughs> yeah. the early work the of Alan Dean Foster in the UK and the US. And then they just repackaged the album yeah. as the audiobook. Right. <laughs> um, so the, all right, there's uh, they were driving to the studio and apparently like Everything John had right? the tune no. in his head. And he wrote out the words on the back of a birthday card that a fan had sent to Julian. So, like, Julian was, I don't know how old, what, what year was Julian born? He probably would have been, like, a year old. Yeah. yeah he... So somebody had sent a birthday card to Julian. John had it with him, wrote the lyrics down for Hard Day's Night on the back, like, in the car on the way there. Uh, but he wrote, like, uh, when I get home to you, I find my tiredness is through. And... uh Apparently, the, the person who he was with, who's a reporter, I believe, Evening, Evening Standard journalist Maureen Cleave. Oh, I am Maureen Cleave. She yeah. plays a big part in the Beatles saga. Um, she said it was, ah, it's kind of lame. That's a, that, like, I don't like that line about tiredness. It's kind of you know limp. And then that's when he, he was like, oh, okay. And he just scratched out and said, when I get home to you, I find the things that you do will make me feel all right. And which is a much better line. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yes. yeah. It's always fascinating when you find out how close things came to being terrible. Yeah, yeah. or at least less good. Yeah. It's also interesting imagining, well, that was probably the, one of the, can you imagine giving the Beatles advice on how, what, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Clearly, well, Paul McCartney does not have that happen anymore. No one's, no one's <laughs> saying like, yeah, you know what, maybe one more draft, Paul. <laughs> no offense if you're listening, Paul. How many wigs? Oh. I gave this one uh, five Beatle boots. <laughs> I'm just oh. not, why do I? Five Beatle boots. You say five beetle boots? Are you agreeing oh, wait, no, or uh, question? I'm just repeating. I'm uh, thinking about your five beetle boots. <laughs> <laughs> it's an odd pairing, unfortunately. I had one extra. So what are you going to do? Right. Five boots. That's a lot. <laughs> you don't give it. Uh, to me, it's, it's like, it's, it just seems like classic early Beatles rocker. You know what I mean? Like I would put it as one of their best singles from the Mop Top era. I'm, I'm with that. Five Alex. beetle boots. Five? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Pete. I mean, just because especially with all that it ties in with, like Adam was saying, like that it, it evokes the movie and the kind of Beatlemania yeah. it's a in, in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. And and it's great. Yeah, synergy. Really never Lennon get wrote it. McCartney sang it. They sing together. Yeah, the bongos. <laughs> the bongos are great. Yeah. So everyone gets uh, a showcase. George's guitar. I would just listen to the exactly. bongos if I could. Isolate yeah. that track. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a weird, like a, pl- a way to play with the levels, like an equalizer thing. You I can wish just bring up was, the bongos. Yeah, as much uh, work done theorizing the bongo uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> musical, like a fast Fourier transform to isolate the bongo tracks and yes. see what. The... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll be the first. Does anybody have Beatles Rock Band? Maybe if you do Beatles Rock Band and you screw oh. up the guitar track enough, you can get. Uh... Oh, I do have Beatles Rock Band. Oh, that's right. Let's go to your house that's and for try the pub that. crawl. <laughs> All right, tonight pub <laughs> right. crawl to the Beatles house. Uh, Beatles cover. My favorite cover of this. Uh, Peter Sellers did a cover where he basically um, talked like uh, Richard the Third. Yes, uh, like, like Lawrence Olivier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reading of it. Um, which kind of just uh, puts the, I don't want to say absurdity, but the, the simplisticness maybe of the lyrics right. yeah. out there. Um, you know, and it's, it's also funny. Yeah. Uh, and also John Lennon was a huge fan of Peter Sellers yeah. during his goon yeah, years. So I'm sure together. John Lennon must have been thrilled to have yeah. like, his oh, comedic totally. icon doing, you know, taking the piss <laughs> out of his song. I can say piss in that context, right? Sure. sure. Taking the stuffing out of his song. <laughs> Now that's too far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I guess we'll be back. What day? What's our what's our next schedule? Uh, we'll be back Monday, I think, for a taste of honey. Just a taste. Just a taste. Oh, uh, thank goodbye. you. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Sorry. Yeah, leave that in. That's, that's rude. <laughs> that's actually pretty good.